0: Hello, this is Max Gredenchik, that's Rom from Deep Space Nine, and you are listening to... TrekMate! Rom, you idiot! Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the TrekMate podcast. Its continuing mission, to entertain, enlighten, educate, and talk all things Trek. To boldly go where no podcast has gone before. Make it so. Prepare to attack, all-hands oh. battle station. Don't worry, we will get to the bottom of this. All eyes. is a tall ship and a star is by. I don't want excuses, I want answers. Am I authorized to enter the neutral zone? How do you think that tells me about your character? Captain's log, stardate 3541.9.
1: Program complete. Enter when ready. Hello and
2: welcome to TrekMate. My name's Wayne.
3: Hello everybody, my name's Jude, and uh, yeah, as Wayne says, welcome. We're going to be trying our very best to continue and maybe finally finish our decade in review of our trek personal trek experiences through the last decade. Um, But I was going to maybe go on a tangent immediately, if that's okay. Oh, yeah, go for it. Um, I noticed when I was watching YouTube today, a video came up, and I was like, oh, yeah, like I might mention that if we're recording tonight. Mm hmm. Um, I wanted to go see it at the cinema, um, but Jay and Silent Bob reboot. It was Mate, advertised I for know. DVD and Blu-ray. I was like, "Fucking hell, I was gonna go and see that at the cinema." No, it's well. The
2: but, thing is, it w- uh, I wanted to see it at the cinema when it had a limited release back in December, I think, because they were touring
3: what does with it. Limited release means it mean it's
2: only on for a short time. Well, the thing is, they were doing the touring with it in November. Yeah um but then december it had a limited release which meant it was only available in view cinemas so already i would have had to pay extra for it because i am a member of cineworld so i've got like a, i can go to cinema unlimited times with cineworld but it wasn't being shown at cineworld and the um, most local to I me didn't that i know was, that but it wasn't in every single screen like the most local to me i think was like central london
3: I'll I'll tell you what I saw from my point of view. Um mm-hmm. I was I was anticipating it and uh even mentioned it on this pod I think but mm-hmm. I was looking forward to going to see it. But because it was end of November beginning of December whenever it was, I had my eyes eyes on it and as a family we'd gone to see other stuff. I mm-hmm. knew uh, I I paid for Star Wars in advance mm-hmm. and I saw that that was coming and I was like, "Oh, if I go to it, I'm probably going to have to go on my own." Um And I just remember seeing the release date, and I didn't look anything beyond that. And I just thought, I won't book it right now. I'll I'll book it closer to the date itself. And then after that date had been and gone, I feel like it was only like a week. About a week after. And I I looked on there. I was like, oh, okay, I've got the money now. I'll I'll go see it now. And and I went on there, and it was like, no, nowhere to be found. And my local is a view cinema. Yeah. And it's actually very cheap where I am. I don't think it is across the whole country, but it is where I am. And uh, yeah, I was like, oh, it's, really? It's gone
2: already? Yeah, no, that uh, that would like, tie in with the limited release because yeah, literally... that makes sense now. It's like the View Cinema in Watford didn't
3: get it whatsoever. Wow. And it sucks, I, doesn't it? I, I I know how it works, though, these days. It's all because it's... It's all money it's all big business it's who whoever's got the most money mm-hmm. and they book these time slots mm-hmm. like a whole year in advance like as much as I love it you look at like the the Marvel Universe movies where these things are like booked like a year to two years in advance and same with Star Wars mm-hmm. where they know exactly when they're gonna start putting it on how long it's probably gonna last even if it ends up being moaned about by people like they can still have it on for a yeah. month, and so so many good films or you know mm-hmm. whatever films you know just get ignored because because uh, it's who's got the biggest wallet and stuff, and it, it's a shame. Exactly, but the, uh,
2: so I'm gutted that I didn't get to see it at the cinema. But with the majority of Kevin Smith films, I've ended up watching them for the first time. At home on DVD. Honestly, so,
3: I don't think I've seen a single one at the
2: cinema. Uh, Jersey Girl. Uh, I saw at the cinema like three times. Wow.
3: And I have uh, never seen that yet. I've still not seen that. Uh, you and Dominic have recommended it in, in a way. Saying, it I love different. Jersey I give it Girl. Watch, but I've still not watched it.
2: Yeah. No, I love Jersey Girl. And I'm sure as a father, you probably would as well. Mm. No, I do look forward to it, yeah. Yeah, but that was... Yeah, and other than that, I think every other one I've watched at home, like, like, bought it on DVD and stuff, but yes, that is on my hit list
3: for this week. I've watched them on DVD, and I think Once Upon a Time, VHS. Mm Mm-hmm. It was that long ago.
2: Yeah. No, Dom was the uh, first person that introduced me to Kevin Smith when uh, he... Like I uh, watched more rats and invited me round to watch' he's like, You've got to watch this movie. It was it just yeah, reminds definitely
3: more rats and clerks for me was both v h s once upon a yeah. time,
2: yeah, no uh, Don was just
3: like, no th- th- you've got to come around because this is so me and you, yeah, it's it's weird, like he said it on the pod um last time he was on or one of the times he was on where like now it's just. There's all this freedom with YouTube, which we're on right now, uh, mm-hmm. I presume um, and stuff like that where anyone can get anything out to the whole world and you know, and then you have programs like whether you like it or not or whether you've even seen it or not. you've got programs like the Big Bang Theory, where mm-hmm. they're embracing being geeks and for the fact that they like comic books, they like these franchises and all this stuff mm-hmm. but yeah, back in the early well. Back in the 90s full stop it was just like that wasn't really a thing then no so when you so. had uh a film about uh, two guys who love comic books and then like they accidentally bump into stan lee in a mall it's like fucking it, hell that's awesome that's brilliant yeah. <laughs> you know now well not now but uh, since then you know Stan Lee's everywhere sort of mm-hmm. thing and uh, and so it's all geekdom and you know people have embraced it where they weren't embracing it then you know it was a no it was definitely it, a the minority and now it's it's like the biggest fucking thing going in the movie world at least it's certainly the most lucrative yeah yeah oh no totally and i
2: just uh, i'm i've got really high expectations for
3: uh, reboot yeah me too i'm really really looking forward to that and I, I think once I've got it, which is not this week, it's not next week, maybe the week after, once I've got mm-hmm. the money, I'll pay full price for that on DVD or Blu-ray if that's if that's going to be 20 quid. Mm-hmm. Once I've got it, I'll pay it.
2: Yeah. Oh, no, definitely. And it's one of the ones that you want to support. And also knowing that um, Kev has already turned around and said that uh like the success of reboot is pretty much put a cert that Clerks Three and Morats two are happening now. Yeah, 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 so I'm happy if if that helps that, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So no, I can't I, I can't wait to watch it. Uh, just, yeah.
3: Sorry. Sorry to all the Star Trek fans out there.
2: <laughs> oh no, I'm sure Darren's appreciating this. Yeah. No, yeah,
3: was, yeah. yeah. The, that that was what reminded me, was was a uh, uh, comment or text or email or whatever it was that you shared with me. Oh, it was tweet. Tweet. Uh, tweet and sends yeah. a tweet recommending. Yeah, I'm not a Twitter guy.
2: No, so. Jude
3: doesn't do Twitter. So, uh, I have got there's... one. I've I just not used it in forever. And I can't remember the password and I can't be bothered to make a new one. No so whenever I um
2: it, it have it see something that's directly related to something uh, from the show
3: or uh aimed at Jude I'll always WhatsApp it to him. That's it that's I was just reading it in a in a photograph earlier on what I'd copied from your WhatsApp. So, mm-hmm. yeah thanks man thanks Darren. Yeah and yeah
2: so um No, I can't wait I can't can't wait to watch that. Absolutely.
3: But and who yeah. knows in a weird sort of way we might be saying all that stuff. There could be a few Trek references in there. We'll we'll see. You never know. I know he's more of a Star Wars guy, but we'll see. Mhm. His uh, the
2: clerks' uh, two rendition of Lord of the Rings is probably my
3: favourite explanation <laughs> of Lord of the Rings ever. I do love that. It's one of those bits. What's like. As long as as long as there's a few months which there is at least that mm-hmm. uh, every time I watch clerks 2 like I always laugh my ass off at, at that yeah. bit which I'm not going to explain I'll just let people watch it Randall's just a legend yeah definitely oh, I'm yeah. so glad they are you know yeah, they're probably going to bring it back, aren't they? I know they're saying depends on the fans, but it's going to come back.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh no, it's it's pretty much a, a, a cert. And what previously had held it up was Jeff Anderson. Yeah. Um, who is Randall? Who is Randall, yeah, because he uh, got really stung on paychecks for a few things and it put him off of um, axing. And, oh, I understand like,
3: that. Okay, from his point of view.
2: Yeah, and, no, Kev... Uh, Kevin Smith is with... like...
3: The, well, no, people aren't going to get this reference. I was going to yeah. say Kevin Smith is the Paul Heyman of the movie world, but people won't <laughs> know what the hell I'm talking about. JD will appreciate it. Yeah, JD, if he's listening, yeah.
2: I don't know if JD uh, does listen anymore. I, I don't, don't know, know. it's he, weird. He, he I always presume something. he doesn't,
3: but then we say stuff, and then he just will put a random uh, comment on the internet, on Facebook, you know, just saying, What about me?! Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, okay, maybe he was listening. <laughs> so, J.D., if J.D.
2: is listening, then he'll let us know by saying, of course I'm listening. Yeah. And if he's not, if we get no comment in the next month, then we know he no longer loves us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh dear. So, but I suppose, uh, as Jude said, we uh, we're going to be trying to see if we yeah, can sorry, finish everyone. our decade retrospective because before it takes I. a decade to talk about it. Yeah. But um, and especially with the next episode coming up, uh, which is going to be uh, Picard, uh, it's going to be discussing episode one yeah. of Picard.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Basically, yeah. We can say that now. We can finally get onto some Trek if we don't. If we don't complete our decade tonight, it's going to mm-hmm. have to wait because we're going to do uh, a straight after the program um, review chat. Yeah. And we're going to have a special guest. Can we say the special guest now? or? Well, well, no, we're hoping to have a special guest. If he doesn't turn up for me, and me and you will still do it. Yes. Yeah, so should we just not say it and just surprise Let's people? Let's not say it.
2: Let's keep it as a nice little surprise, especially we'll... one that long-time listeners will uh, yeah. very much
3: appreciate. But we're going to do it anyway if, if he can't yes uh, show up for any reason. Or she, yeah. Yeah. Laura. not. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
2: oh, you even that. gave a little hint away there. No, actually, it is. <laughs> No. Yeah. No. Um, it's a double bluff. It's a, it's a triple. <laughs> <bluff>. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. So yeah, we'll definitely be uh, doing that. Um. As well as I'm sure we'll be talking uh, plenty of other things, and it'll be it, it'll be a, a loose review like expectations and realities and.
3: Okay. So else. I know we're supposed to be talking about the previous decade. Mhm. But I've um, just got some questions to you about Picard. Yeah. Go Do for it. it do we know is it like discovery where it actually hits netflix kind of at a, is it like midnight on the 23rd or like i assume so because i remember a discovery um when i was you know still a lot more positive about it like it was mm-hmm. like sometime in the morning if it wasn't first thing I remember at least seeing people talking about it at lunchtime when I had no intention of uh, watching it until the evening.
2: With Discovery, I would sometimes check at about midnight and it wasn't on there. And when I woke up at like 6.30 in the morning, it was on there. So it had been added at some point in the night. So what
3: Prime does with it, I'm not sure. Oh, of course. Yeah, it's not even Netflix, is it? It's it's a new platform. Well, for me, mm-hmm. I've I've downloaded it on my PS4, but I've just got to pay for it now. So, uh, mm-hmm. I think it was also Darren who said it's five ninety nine for your first go, if
2: you're not do- wanting like the free postage and packing on Amazon
3: stuff. But then my wife tells me as long as you've not used that email or that uh, I address or whatever it is you can do it free for a month as well she reckons so i'm gonna I try gi- i
2: know they give it at least a seven day
3: trial oh is that it yeah oh, wh- whatever it is i'm gonna do it i've i've made sure that i've put the money aside in my bank for it so yeah no i'm uh, not I, missing uh, it for anything
2: last uh, last time i checked it was a seven
3: day trial it might be 30 days now I've not looked online, because that's the place to look, because it doesn't tell you on the, on on the app. app yeah itself, yeah. so I'll check it out. But yeah, okay. I'm going to get it on the day, I'm not, not going to waste my money if it is um, seven days or a month, whatever it is, I'm just no, going to do it well on the day. get a day. full month out of it. Exactly, yeah. Um, we've got so many things going on on ours at the moment, anyway, we've got Netflix... Mm going to be getting wwe Network back tomorrow and then we've got uh, a now tv at the moment which is what Mm -hmm. we're watching most of because i just i just like to get my money's worth
2: and then coming march 24th is disney plus which will include all of the star wars mandalorian what are you saying march
3: 24th Uh,
2: the Disney, uh, the Disney Plus app, which rolled out in America last year, which had all of
3: the Star oh, Wars, so Mandalorian. In no, in England we have... So in England they're just doing the same thing everyone always does when it's not available and they're watching it yes. uh, surfing on a raging R- torrent. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. I presumed it was available here, to be honest. the The no. way people talk about it.
2: No, 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 people have been torrenting it, because ah, it's not out over
3: here yet. Been doing the same bloody thing myself.
2: Yeah, no, they've been torrenting it,
3: because Disney Life comes out March 24th, so that will include... I did not know that, I thought it was already out, I thought it was it all gone the same time worldwide, to be honest.
2: No, I think all of the releases of shows will then be in line with America, once it's out over here i wish
3: they would do the same with picard Mm -hmm. i I really do i understand why they don't and it and it's good to actually have these tv apps feel like actual tv when everyone's looking forward to that episode each Mm -hmm. week i get that it's cool you know people are talking about it and it's all over the internet and stuff but at the same time i do wish could just watch the entire thing in one day or two days and yeah not not right. for youtube content or anything like that just, just to
2: binge yeah but the, the thing is so it's it's amazing because with uh stuff when it does all come out on the one day i love binging programs and i will absolutely binge it but then the thing is it's almost like mcdonald's like you enjoy <laughs> it but it just goes through you too quick and then you're like what's next yeah where's season two <laughs> And well, so, we know
3: it's on its way at least.
2: Yeah, exactly. We know season two and three are coming. So
3: that was a video you made for divided opinion on uh, on the internet.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, I just, uh, yeah, on the Sci-Fi Collective, I just put out like a small three-minute video just talking about um, like why CBS even bothered to announce that they were uh, making season two of Picard because it kind of gives away the fact that. Yeah, whatever Harold Picard's in and he survived. I think,
3: like you said, I, I'm still, sorry, I've still not actually watched the video, but I've only not because I know what you were doing in the video. I know what you were going to say. Mm-hmm. But they're just revealing the hand where it's like, okay, well, Picard's clearly in no danger. The fact that we've called the series Picard, mm-hmm. not the next generation continued or the last generation or something like that. Yeah. It's called Picard, like... And I think I've said to you on the phone and stuff, I don't know if I've said it on the pod, but it could be, and I've seen people speculate the same thing. Oh, it could be but they name the ship Picard or he has a granddaughter or a daughter or, or something like that, but they mm-hmm. suddenly uh, bring out, which I doubt. I, I really yeah. doubt that. I don't think they've got the, I don't think CBS has got the balls or the guts to do that. Mm-hmm. So like you've, Clearly said in your video, it's it's a it's a spoiler, you know. Just saying that there is a season two, like you could have waited until the day that Picard finished, or the week that Picard season one finished.
2: Yeah, because it's one of them things that um whenever a new show comes out and you've finished it, and if you've enjoyed it, the first thing you want to Google is, is there a season two? Yeah. So. So people still would have been looking for that news and been excited that there was that news then, but it's it, because uh, a lot of people got. <laughs> it's amazing how triggered Trek fans get. Uh, oh no, I things. loved
3: it. I love watching the comments. Like like I said, I didn't actually watch the video of you, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't feel like I really needed to. But no. reading all the comments, it just made me laugh. Like people getting angry at you. What do you know? What yeah. are
2: you fucking on about?
3: It's because you used the word spoilers, and it's like, like even though they probably don't want spoilers, they still click on it anyway. Yeah,
2: but the, but the thing is, it is technically a spoiler for yeah, like, no, the season is. finale. Of course it is, yeah. And the thing is, look, I have very high expectations for Picard. I expect that I'm going to absolutely love it, and it knowing that season two is coming will not make me
3: love the show any less however we now just know picard survives oh, i've got to say something as well like i know we both feel the same way even though we've not talked about it much uh privately mm. of air god do we both feel stupid when um uh, i live at the bottom of the country you live near london ish yeah um, And we both talked about potentially going to the Picard premiere and I literally thought by premiere they meant that it was like the movie premieres where you as the fans just stand outside on the the bit next to the red carpet watching the stars go in going hello can I get an autograph and all that stuff. It wasn't and we both know that now the Picard premiere which they've already done like five or six days ago. Mm hmm they let all the fans in to watch the bloody episode. Yeah. So people who actually, um, John Hancock, I'm sure doesn't listen to our pod, Mm -hmm. but he's a really nice guy who worked with us at our first convention uh, three years ago. Super nice guy. He's one of the people what went there. He hadn't been online for ages and he just came on saying it's bloody brilliant. Everything you hope it would be. And more, you know, stuff like that. I've seen mm-hmm. it, right? And other people saying the same sort of thing, and it's just like, God damn it, why did we not do that? Yeah, I'm, I'm not even know. bothered about trying to, you know, get a word with the stars on the red carpet. It's just we could have seen it.
2: Yeah, I oh, know. That's the thing. If I didn't have to work, if I, if I'd known it was happening further in advance, I probably could oh, have swindled God. it
3: i'm sort of half joking around you know like we've just got too busy a lives you know a family filled work mm-hmm. filled lives but uh but it would have been awesome it would have been great
2: yeah it would have been and by all accounts of all the people that i've seen that went because i'm like i know the trekkie girls went uh, oh
3: yeah that's 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 two others or well, yeah. i think only two of them went uh yes Yes. Two oh, of them yeah. Because the third one, um, Sarah, she lives near me. Actually, I think. Mm, what?
2: Well, uh, well, Sam even lives down your way as well. I think they all oh, live down you, your way. I thought. They, I thought.
3: Uh, Sam and um. Oh, come. Carol. Sam, I thought they both lived in London near you.
1: No,
2: I got the. Well. I haven't asked her for a long time where she lives, but last time I thought she lived almost down towards... um, oh, da- uh, Down towards... Shit, why am I even blanking? New West Stonehenge is... Um, oh, Christ, my mind's going totally blank.
3: That's o- still closer to you than me, though, isn't it, Stonehenge?
2: No, it's closer to you, mate. Is it? That's, that's right down right down south not that far away from the coast
3: oh i can't think where it is anymore i would have known years ago but it's i'm trying to think oh anyway it doesn't matter just, but yeah several listeners right now just going it's it's here you stupid idiots how do you not know how old are you two well, we never claim to be good on geography no or anything really Clearly. yeah or
2: anything <laughs> in general But, yeah, no, and they all had a great time. They all had a great time and had very positive things to say about it. And I'm expecting to absolutely love the show.
3: I can only presume somebody um, at that uh, premiere must have said to everyone in that cinema, you know, like, whether you enjoyed it or whether you didn't, please just don't share it. Just try and sit on this for a week so, you know, people can...
2: It wouldn't surprise me if they got them to fucking sign non-disclosure agreements for coming in. Mm. I
3: I did. uh, Yeah, I did actually watch a a couple of premieres myself when I was uh, a teenager, and that's the sort of thing they did. But the things Mm -hmm. I watched were just—they were just stupid, just like Mm -hmm. American Pie type films I was watching, and they would get you to do surveys and stuff. I can't even remember how that came about. I've. I've never done a, uh, any premieres. The
2: only, but Neil, my brother, because he worked in like an electronics retailer, and they basically had a competition between all their branches of like if you manage to sell so many of the these JVC uh, brand camcorders and stuff, <laughs> they uh, he got to go to the premiere of Back to the Future.
3: Oh, fucking
2: hell. Yeah, so he went to the premiere with Michael J. Fox and Chris Lloyd and.
3: What? Yeah. That's crazy.
2: Yeah, so. How old was he? At that point in time, he. Well, that was 84, so he would have been about 17.
3: Bloody hell. I didn't know that. Lucky bastard. That's brilliant.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it was very, very cool. Very cool. That's one that I am jealous of. but I Oh, would... definitely. I am now, too. Count me yeah. in. Yeah. I'm not too jealous, because I, I would have only been a baby, so I probably wouldn't have enjoyed it that much. But
3: No, no, same. <laughs> I, uh, I saw Back to the Future on VHS first, and I did see the other two at the cinema. They, I think they were two of my first cinema experiences, where I was probably with my parents or one of my friend's parents or something for what? them. The
2: thing is, my sister uh, took me to watch Back to the Future Three uh, when it came out, which was ninety. Is it nineteen ninety?
3: Um, yeah, sounds about it. If the like first that. one was eighty-five, like because it was filmed in eighty-four, it was all done through eighty-four, wasn't it? And then yeah, but they kept saying it was eighty-five because they knew it would come out in eighty-five. That's so. right, eighty-five. Yeah,
2: that's right. It was eighty-five. So, it, sorry, I was thinking of Ghostbusters, which was eighty-four. Should, Back to
3: the Future Two would have been. I think I don't that know, was eighty nine. Two years. I think exactly. Back to the Future
2: Two was eighty nine, and I think Back to the Future Three was ninety.
3: It wasn't long after. I remember that but in the cinema they were actually you were actually watching the trailer basically for Back to the Future Three mm-hmm. uh, during Back to the Future Two, which was really weird for me at that time. I would never really seen anything like that. Mm-hmm. Oh no, that. It, I, I don't think I've ever seen that.
2: Okay, uh, Back to the Future 3 released in the 11th of July,
3: 1990. And what about Back to the Future 2? Does it say that there?
1: Uh,
2: Back to the Future 2 was 24th of November,
3: 89. Yeah. Yeah, definitely some of my first uh, cinema experiences there.
2: But where it came out in 1990... I was just a bit too young to actually enjoy it because I I don't know. OK, I'll just hold my hands up. I was a dick and I made my sister leave the cinema before he even went back to 1985, 1885. What? I I just Why? didn't know. What's that it? all about? I was, I don't know. As a six year old, I was an arsehole. I just didn't. No, enjoy
3: no, it. no, no, it's alright. if you're six, you're you're confused. Yeah, we'll I was walk.
2: like, I was like, I'm not enjoying it. I'm not enjoying it. So
3: yeah, but you don't know what's come before, so yeah, exactly. It, it's I fair haven't enough. watched the other two, and I, you would be like, what the hell is going on here? And the
2: thing is, I we with Back to the Future three as well, uh, because a lot of the emphasis is based on the other two films. Up until that point, not a lot has actually gone on. Mm. Until he goes back to the past. It's literally just uh, getting a letter from Doc, finding
3: the DeLorean. Yeah, I I really think I've seen all three so many times and like, yeah, I can see how anyone of any age wouldn't enjoy Back to the Future 3. If that's the first film you're seeing, you'd just be like, what is going on? Yeah. like, Why do I care about this? You know, why is he reading that? Who is he? mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so no, little shit me uh, didn't nah, stick nah, about, nah, or that's it. fine. Don't feel on, bad about that.
2: Um by the time that I was like ten, I loved Back to the Future. It just, mm. I think it just, I just wasn't quite ready at that point in time, which is no,
3: no, that's fair enough.
2: Yeah, which I think is understandable because I don't think. I don't think many uh, kids, especially if Back to the Future 3, as you said, was their first point of call at six years old, would really. Yeah, get.
3: I'm I'm glad that I got on as early as I did with it, uh, with the VHS. It was it was one of those movies at the age I was at where just every kid I knew spoke about uh, Back to the Future like, oh god, this is so cool, this is one of the best movies ever, and then when like. Back to the Future Two came out. I saw it at the cinema, and then everyone was watching it on video as well. It was just like, "Oh my God, can you believe they're actually going into that movie and this movie?" And yeah, you know, he's seeing himself. It was just at that time, it was just bloody amazing that oh. something like that could happen. I think that has always stuck with me. Where as much as I love the first one mm-hmm. and the third one, I think the second one will always be my favorite, just because it just Blew my mind, yeah. At that time, that that, that stuff was happening. Mm-hmm. You know, like oh, he's in the, you know. You know I don't but, need to explain it.
2: No, but that doesn't detract from the other films at all. It's just two is amazing.
3: It is absolutely love it. Yeah,
2: and and to be honest, I think two is the one that I would put on most often. I think. Same
3: here. I think I have watched it more than the other two. Well, I know I have.
2: But also, I. Th- uh, but yeah, no. My uh, experiences with it was VHS because by the time that I was ten, I uh, might got my mum to buy us the uh, Back to the Future box set that came with the four VHSs, the one with the special features, mm-hmm. uh, one that had the like featurette and stuff of making the Back to the Future movies, and that was. That was from Britannia, the v- <laughs> yes. the VHS club. Yep. Fucking hell! I haven't thought about Britannia in years. No, it's weird. It's weird, isn't it? That's, that your little. I want to read through one of their magazines now. Literally, for anyone who isn't in the UK, it was like just like an. Argos, they have some like, catalogue.
3: I don't know what their version is, but they'll they'll know if they're American anyway. I don't know about yeah. other parts of the world.
2: But if you're in the UK and you can't remember it, the best explanation is it was Argos, but for VHSs. Mm. Yeah, and I think they'd do CDs as well. I think so too. I think yeah. they did. I think they did. Yeah. So you would basically just order the VHSs that you wanted from it, and also they would do quite often. They would do like buy three get your fourth free or something like that
3: yeah i I can't remember what it was now either but but yeah that was definitely their 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 game
2: yeah oh fucking absolutely love it the the internet before the internet
3: no i do i i do love those times like as much Mm -hmm. as as cool as the internet can be and as helpful as it can be with with stuff like you know, it's like, a, well, what was, uh, like, from our youth, like, encyclopedias, not encyclopedias, but that that sort of thing, like, when you'd have to go to the library and look up books and stuff to, mm-hmm. to find out about something. Now, you just type a word in your phone, and it's like, oh, okay, that's what that is, or a phrase, or a song, or Literally. an actor, whatever it is, a chemical, yeah. anything.
2: Well, the, the, you're so right because I remember being at school, going to the library to do research to find out shit, and now I can turn around and say, Hey Google, who invented the light bulb?
3: <laughs> if people didn't hear that, it literally just shouted the answer back out to way. Yeah. I heard it.
2: <laughs> exactly. We've been spoiled. Yeah. I tell you what, the amount of times that we're just sitting there watching TV and it goes, Who plays that? And it's just ask Google.
3: Yeah, I just, I just can't even be bothered to wait anymore. It's like, I've got to find out now. Yeah. I'm not going to let it bother me.
2: <laughs> I know, that's the thing. The days of sitting there going, Where do we know them from? Yeah. They're gone. It's
3: just, everything is at your fingertips now. Oh, Which, um. One thing I'm going to bring up randomly mm. bring it back to Trek for a second if there's any uh Star Trek fans out there who just love seeing actors from their favorite Trek series in anything and which I I don't think I'm that but if I see an actor from a Trek series that I love I'm always like oh it's it's you know I leave sh- I usually shout out their character name first and then mm-hmm. their actor name their real name should I say afterwards yeah. But I recently watched um, on Netflix with Sasha Baron Cohen, who was Ali G and Borat and many Mm -hmm. others. He's got a a new series called The Spy. Oh, yeah. But one of the characters in it is um, Alexander Siddick, a.k.a. He's Bashir. Dr. Bashir, I presume. Excellent. But, um, But his character is really sort of mean, really... Not tough, but scary, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's it's great seeing it. He was in Game of Thrones as well, not that long ago, and it's uh, mm-hmm. it's always a a pop for us sort of fans of Star Trek when you see actors from your beloved shows like pop up and you don't realise that they're coming, and it's like, yeah,
4: it's Bashir! Exactly. and then
3: your wives or just or friends or whatever will turn to you and go, what? you talking about yeah. <laughs> I, know, that's, uh,
2: I had the same thing with Alexander Siddiq when like years ago when we was watching through Primeval I
3: thought you were going to say 24 because he was in that as well I've not watched Primeval yeah. I think I know what it is it's about yeah. dinosaurs
2: it's the dinosaur program with um, Hannah from S Club
3: 7 and uh, Ben what's his name from the Armstrong and Miller Yes. Yeah. So either so Ben Miller or Ben Armstrong. I can't remember. Ben, it's Ben Miller because the other one's Alexander Armstrong, who does pointless. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. Did. And uh, yeah, no, it was a good series. Really enjoyed it.
2: Really enjoyed the series. Um, and then he comes on as like one of the, like the boss people who's a bit, uh, a bit bad. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, it it's seems like...
3: to be typecast with that a little bit. I think outside of Trek. It's got to be the surname yeah mm-hmm. no i think that is it unfortunately you know <laughs> that, like no no but it's true a lot yeah. of the time though, yeah. isn't it like you have certain acting capabilities but then a certain shade of skin color or whatever and a certain second name or you yeah, like, whatever yeah, they're just like, yep
2: yep shady guy number yep. two that's it dodgy bloke that's it it is, it is Secret very true. terrorist <laughs> exactly Exactly. Your skin looks a little bit olive. You'd want to blow us up. Yeah, <laughs> that's it.
3: Basically, yeah. Yeah. Oh, but dear. no, great actor. I I love Amazing. him this cheer, But he's he does prove over and over again that he can do whatever. Oh yeah. Whatever. You want him to do. He's one of
2: those uh, Trek actors that has just never stopped. He's always doing stuff. Yeah. No, he is.
3: He is. He, he's. Well, at least from uh, Deep Space Nine, he's the second most busy actor, I'd say, after his best mate in the series, Cole hmm Miles.
2: Absolutely, because it's, it's so many like actors, especially in sci-fi programs like Trek, like that might be their one big thing, and then they just like uh, like struggle to get outside of that bubble. It 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 happens, yeah. Which luckily, well, in today's day and age, at least they can make a like half-decent wage on events to yeah. like, see them through. But still, talking of events, we need to talk about oh, Destination Star in. Trek 2016. Hi, thanks for choosing to listen to the Trek Meet podcast. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can tweet us at TrekMate1701, or you can email TrekMate1701 at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook just by searching for TrekMate. If you would like to help support the show, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash sci-fi collective, where you could sign up to various tiers to help us, which include extra special bonus goodies such as exclusive Patreon-only podcasts, stickers, t-shirts, and even com badges. So check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash sci-fi collective. Obviously we know that not everyone can help support the show financially, and we want you to know that we appreciate you just listening to the show. Once again,
3: thanks for listening. Yeah, good man. Yeah, we're nearly an hour in, and we've still not started on what we were supposed to be doing. <laughs> no, that's it. What's the actual time? Oh, that's the time. Forty minutes. It's midnight. No, I yeah. just meant what's the actual time? It's midnight. I can see on your blog it's midnight. Yeah, that's yeah. not too bad. No,
2: we're not doing too bad. But what what I was thinking is with have maybe uh, like the DSTS two thousand sixteen eighteen, 18, maybe what we should because we've covered them extensively. We'll just cover the positive stuff that we enjoyed, or will we? Or will we? <laughs>
4: One I'll thing say that. Because I was, you ask you, I was just
3: wondering it earlier on when I knew that we were going to record, and I was like, oh, I think we're finally somewhere near 2016. Was that the first time we actually physically met? That is the first time we embraced. Yes. Yeah, it's weird. I thought it was. Mm-hmm. It's just odd. But we'd been talking for so long before then. Oh, that yeah. people can't do that. And, you know, you feel like you know each other. Or at least from my point of view, that was the case. Mm-hmm. Because I've been listening to you for two years at least at that point. Well, that's Two and thing. a half years or
2: something. You'd been messaging me at least for a couple of years by the time that we uh, met. And then we'd been podcasting solidly together for half a
3: year. Oh, I don't know if you saw it. It doesn't matter if you didn't. Um, but I sh- I tried to share with you earlier on on Facebook. I actually, it came up on my memory feed or whatever it is today. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was me doing a Facebook post saying, oh, I just did my first ever Trackmate episode with my new mate Wayne last night. I'm so privileged to have taken part something along those lines how cool it just no. came up today and i was just like oh that's so weird considering we're today, talking about the past at we're the right moment. in the middle of all of it yeah
2: yeah oh no funnily enough i well yeah uh, i've vastly reduced my facebook uh time down but yeah no i'm trying to tag
3: now. you but it it didn't want to tag you but it had tagged you in five that, years ago when i wrote it if that makes sense so I don't know if that would come up on your thing or not. If no, it, it, hasn't...
2: Didn't, it didn't come up on my thing. I've uh, gone onto your Facebook to actually look at it. Mm. Yeah, 21st of January 2015. Weird, isn't it? I really enjoyed taking part in my first ever podcast last night on Trackmate with Wayne Emery. I really look forward and at the same time dread seeing the YouTube version in the next few weeks. Already yeah. Also really looking forward to hopefully doing it again sometime.
3: That that's me every fortnight or whatever now.
2: Well, at the moment we've been really enjoy it, once but then week.
3: dread watching it <laughs> the next day.
2: No, no, you've moved past that. Now you really enjoy it and just don't bother watching it.
3: Yeah, I I just watch it when uh, when we're recording the next one to give ourselves a view. <laughs> that's it. That's
2: it. Get them, get them views coming in. Oh, Yeah. But saying saying that the um um video that everyone hates has uh, done all right views wise like the hey, one
3: we were talking about before
2: yeah complaining about cbs that's like gone over
3: 300 views oh that's great yeah in such a short time
1: yeah
2: no that's it's uh,
3: amazing yeah. how many views things like that get when people are mainly complaining about it but yeah what that's do people expect you know like it, you're telling the truth that it's a spoiler. Mm-hmm. it's it's not like this random channel from the uk it's like we've got some crazy spoiler like q no, kills picard in the first episode of season two it's not like that or anything well
2: no i it, technically I, I didn't even do that i just uh put cbs spoiled the picard season finale question mark exclamation mark
3: yeah no which i think's fair enough yeah i really do
4: yeah,
2: no, 370 views at the moment. So that's not bad. That's not bad going. No, it's all good. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. But yeah, no, the actual podcast ones don't get anywhere near the number of views. No, that, no, that the podcast ones don't.
3: They're often very low. And that that's totally fine because I know that most people are listening to it on their phones and whatnot. And mm-hmm. that's what a podcast is. Um, exactly. But, you know. There's no reason for us not to put it on um, YouTube. If, if people want to look at our ugly mugs, then I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, exactly.
2: Exactly. Same here because, it's, as we said, TrekMate is primarily the audio that, uh, side of it and yeah. the video is literally just... We've got it recorded on video anyway, so we might as well put Which it out there. a few people a long time enjoy ago,
3: We separated them as being, you know, this is TrekMate. That's the Sci-Fi Collective Mm -hmm. on YouTube, you know, which just features the TrekMate podcast Mm -hmm. sort of thing. Exactly, exactly, and yeah, no. Anyway, 2016. Sorry, yeah. Finally, uh, really is nearly an hour in now. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, no. I to be honest, I was
2: really looking forward to 2016 because it was my first um dst since 2012 yeah of course yeah and it was also uh first time that we got to meet as
3: well yeah yeah i was looking forward to that i think uh that was not just saying it but that you know that was one of my uh highlights of of that week well it, it really was i mean mm-hmm. basically the show itself or the convention whatever you want to call it it was in comparison to the previous two and I don't want to get too negative as try... as well. 2000... oh 2018 yeah sorry yeah I was, I was lost there for a second Let, let's come to that when we come to that but yeah uh but yeah compared to the previous two English ones it was it was a bit of a letdown wasn't it it was lackluster Gemple. that's for sure I was happy to see you I was happy to meet up with other people I was thrilled to um, and crap him myself to interview Jeffrey Combs on my own mm-hmm. um, and a couple of other bits and bobs, but ultimately, yeah, it was very, the arena or area was very empty and. It was sparse, very sparse. Sparse, that's a good word, yeah.
2: Because literally they had the big stage, the uh, medium stage, and the little stage. And then nothing else really.
3: It was just the tables and maybe two stalls. You could just walk and walk and not hit anything in there, there and was just hear so a lot of other space. disappointed and disappointed faces and voices just saying, "Oh, where's this? Where's that? Why is that like that?" You know, and they're all justified. Where like no stalls, like you said, where CBS had obviously put their foot down. With uh, Showmasters just saying only Star Trek licensed stuff, and that's what you get. Like, you only have Star Trek licensed stuff. You're not going to have a lot of stuff there, and there wasn't. No, because and the it thing actually is. drew attention as well. I'll bring it up sooner rather than later. The the sunglasses stall. Oh yeah. Where you had uh, like these women who clearly were not Star Trek fans, which Star is fine, Trek glasses calling Star them Star Trek, Trek glasses. Yeah, and they were like 75 quid or something, and they looked like you could have been selling them in the pound shop or the 99 cent store, whatever you want to call it, like wherever you are in the world, dollar store. And they look shit. That's what they look like. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, for a dollar, for a pound, euro, whatever it is where you are, like, yeah, Yeah. fine, I'll have one of them. 75 quid? You can stick those Star Trek glasses up your bum, mate.
2: And the thing is, the girl that I spoke to in passing was clearly someone who was like, oh, these fucking nerds, they're such (laughs) losers. (laughs) And it's just like, you're really not doing a good job. I don't know. I I would like to speak to somebody who actually bought a pair just to see whether they were satisfied with (laughs) their
3: purchase. I can only imagine the only people who would be alright with that would be loaded with yeah. money. Mm-hmm. Just rich. Just where it's yeah. like, yeah, I bought a £75 pair of Star Trek glasses, which the girl who sold them to me was calling them Star Trek glasses. What else would I have uh, done with it? I would only have rolled this up to snort cocaine. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> no, no, was, was just weird. Sort of yeah. sad in its own way, you know, just like... Mm-hmm this could be so much more than this, this convention. And it's just, it shouldn't be this.
2: No, because the thing is, it's like the, the only things they had to look around really was the 50th anniversary art collection.
3: Yes, they did, which I, I spent more time than I might have because of the lack of everything else, but it was very good that for yeah. what it was. Yeah, no, I'm glad I enjoyed it was that. For people that it was free, you know, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it's you... a strange one if if anyone's not seen it this stuff just go back and look on our youtube um and it's it's all there
2: yeah it's all there what well, there isn't and, part. The <laughs> there, but yeah and there wasn't really a museum either because um what made you does the film well stuff um he had a stall selling uniforms, I think, but he didn't actually Martin have any of his... Martin is that his name? Martin Neto, that's it. Yeah. But he didn't actually have any of his own stuff there that time.
3: And I was, just remember he had, like, Star Trek 2014 and uh, 2012 t-shirts, and I was like, mm-hmm. that was a better time, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. I just remember seeing them, thinking, like, I do not want to buy a 2016 shirt, like... This does not feel well. As we said on our videos and our podcast at the time, like it wasn't so bad for us because we were press or whatever you want to call it, Mm -hmm. where we were able to go to all of the talks at least. Mm -hmm. So if there was a talk on a paid talk, we just walked straight in. Yeah. But if you didn't have that, like. I heard the people speaking there. I heard a lot of people speak, uh, read a lot of people speaking about it online afterwards. Like not so good. No. When you've not got those paid talks to go to, you've only got the, the, the other ones on the other two stages, which was you, which doing one of them, which we'll mm-hmm. come to in a bit. But um, And then the money that they did get you to pay out, or they still do for f- mm-hmm. some of those bigger stage talks. It's like a lot of people felt, very let down, and I get that.
2: Oh, yeah, that was one of the things that we'd said like straight out of the gate when we were um, discussing the weekend, is like, if we'd been paying
3: top dollar for this, we would have been let down. We only well, had a it, great We might time. have been making a very different video and podcast at the end of it all. Yeah. If we didn't have the passes that we did, basically.
2: Yeah, because it was... Uh, the, the highlights for me that weekend was uh, talking, like getting to talk to Conor Trenier, getting to talk to... Um, uh, J- uh, J- uh, um, Gowron. Not Marton, Gowron, yeah. Um, uh, what's yeah. his name? Robert O'Reilly. Robert O'Reilly. And uh, like a few of the other people that we spoke to over that weekend... Martha uh, Hackett from
3: Martha, yeah from Voyager, Voyager Seska. Jeffrey Combs for me.
2: Mm-hmm. To be honest, um, I can't remember all of the ones that we spoke to. But it's one of them things that I when I went there, I did have money in my pocket. I had like, some money that I put aside and thought I I would like to buy a print and get mm. it signed. And then I got there, and it's like there is nothing to fucking buy. No, it was very odd. Yeah, very weird. Because like I was, that was when like I first started playing the idea of like I want to get a picture that represents the show, uh, like one of the shows, and then get as many people to sign it as I can. And I went there and was like, can't do that.
3: Not no, yet. no convention that is based on one specific franchise, which mm-hmm. is especially one as big as that, should be like that. The only excuse you should have is if. You were something smaller, much, much smaller. What wasn't endorsed by... Yeah, us, basically. What what isn't endorsed by the people who actually currently own that franchise in CBS. Like, Mm -hmm. CBS hurt that thing more than they helped it, and it just... Mm -hmm. It was odd.
2: Yeah, because the thing is, it's one of them where... When you're going to a Star Trek convention, that is run by cbs in conjunction with other people that should be the place that you go to find those fucking hidden gems that is where you should be
3: surrounded by waves of merchandise yeah definitely and i was ready for it too i had a, a pocket full of change as well which didn't end up getting spent at all i think probably on drinks or something instead well that's it
2: I th- I think that's the reason why you enjoyed it so much. Was I think it was half cut by...
3: <laughs> no, I was on the first two days. And on, on, yeah. on the Sunday, I was so fucked. I was so hungover from the Saturday. And I had a couple of photographs with people. I was like, I just want to go home now. I really want to go home. But it was mm-hmm. like I hat to wait around for... It was a George Takei, um, George Takei photo. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Connor and... Um, Oh, what's Malcolm Reed's name? Dominic. Real name? Uh, uh, Dominic uh, Keating. Dominic Keating. Yeah, I. Ha- it was just those three on the Sunday, and they were all like three o'clock onwards or something. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, I really wish they were just at nine o'clock. So, mm-hmm. but um, but I remember also thinking at that time, yeah, I'm hungover and I did it to myself and all that stuff. But I was like, I shouldn't be thinking. I want to go home i should yeah. be what i was thinking like two years ago where i was like no i want to enjoy every single minute of this and soak it all up but i i didn't at that point because it was just the magic wasn't there for me But was there as i've said it's it's i'm not just saying it because i'm on here but my highlight was being with you on the mm-hmm. saturday and and doing the interviews that we did um just sitting chatting in your car and stuff and uh I think my main one was us actually recording a trekmate episode in just some random room that we broke into.
2: Yeah, we just went and found somewhere quiet to
3: just go yeah. and record. Just didn't ask anyone, didn't say, Oh, can we use this room? We just just found it, no one was in there and just did a episode on uh, episode review of um T A S. T A S, yeah. Yeah the yeah. animated series and, been,
2: uh, would that have been yesteryear i, I can't remember actually. what the
3: episode was but um but i thoroughly enjoyed it and that was one of my highlights of the whole mm-hmm. weekend absolutely that's the thing for it
2: it really was like getting to see you and just hang out that was my highlight for mm-hmm. that uh, that weekend and it's like i um like in 2012, I hosted a couple of things on the fan pa- uh, on the fan stage. Yes, you did, and I I chickened out. Yeah, you did back out. Which, to be honest, I can't blame you. I oh, I chickened
3: you. out, but also I did have photos booked here, there, and everywhere where I kind of knew that that yeah. they were flashing.
2: Yeah, and well, one of the ones that they asked me to cover was um, basically Star Trek video games, and I, I was like, yeah, no, that's great. Okay, then who uh, who am I doing it with? You're doing it with, uh, I can't remember who it was. It was some journalist.
3: I don't Jamie know. Jamie from the BBC or something? And he he had even less of a clue than you did? Yeah, that,
2: no, it else? was. No, 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 you're right. It was Jamie someone from the BBC, from one of the BBC's, whether it was. He seemed like a nice enough guy. I, oh, I no, he was. He was a lovely guy. He was a lovely guy. But he's gone. it as like as um, we was standing out the back was the first time that I met him, like two minutes before we go on. And he's gone, OK, just so you know, I've never played a Star Trek game in my life.
3: <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to use this
2: as very I'll much. I might
3: have had Jude on with me at this point.
2: Yeah. And he's gone like. I'm just going to shoot loads of questions and we're have conversations. And I, I was just like, well, that's fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm basically going to have a conversation with myself. And also uh, the stipulations um, that I got given from showmasters before was, okay, then CBS does not want you to discuss what you would uh, like to have seen. Uh, In Star Trek games Uh, It doesn't want you to say Where you think they could have been improved It doesn't want you to uh, speak about What you would like to see in the future With regards to Star Trek games It only wants you to discuss What is out and not in a negative light And I was like Okay, great And then he comes on and he's like I've never played a game And I was like, shit (laughs) I
3: did envy you that weekend For stuff like that I was glad I was having half a dozen yeah. photos every day to be honest
2: and then it was and then next one they've gone uh, like because i just pitched them an idea of like okay well i could host a game show and it's like yeah that's great i was like the, yeah I,
3: I, I, I was between even though i wasn't on stage that was the one yeah. thing i was proud of uh by us that weekend
2: yeah and is i uh, sorry okay well let's do something different i was like i could do a stage show of like family fortunes and like get like do it like survey a whole bunch of people like get loads of questions together have two teams of people that's like yeah loved it great idea and i was like uh we could even have prizes would that be something you could do yeah we can do prizes okay then brilliant uh like Ask them on the Friday. Have you sorted out the prizes? No, not yet. Come and see us very first thing in the morning. Okay, then. First thing in the morning. Have you sorted out the prizes yet? No, but we'll sort them out. Get done next hour. Okay. Hour later. No, you have you sorted out are. the prizes? Uh, have you sorted out the prizes yet? No, haven't sorted out the prizes. Come see us just before the talk. Okay, then. Just before the
3: talk. What is with these? I don't get it when they're fucking multi-millionaires. Mm-hmm. They have all this, like... Um, what's the word not chaos control but you know they're just desperate to protect their image and don't Mm -hmm. say this don't say that but they can't sort out a couple of fucking prizes a couple of dvds Mm -hmm. whatever whatever it is they can't just sort that out which is nothing to them it's less than a penny to them Mm -hmm. like i was picking up a penny in the street exactly but yet uh we you didn't mention it for the other two but it was the case with 2012 2014 2016 all three of them you or the other guys from trekmate whoever was representing at that mm-hmm. time had to go and seek out the prizes yourself well no this was the first time
2: that i had to do that because we'd never given out prizes before in the talks that we had done Oh, I,
3: th- I thought the other guys had done it before as <gasps> no well.
2: no that was a that was that was um that that wasn't me. That wasn't me. That was no, no. That's what me. I mean. But it was Trek, mate. You, no, you're right. i would forgotten. It was the Patak boys.
3: Yeah, but that's what I'm it saying. Was the like Patak voice. Even if it wasn't you, Trek, mate, have had to gone, yes. gone out and do that themselves. What? I you're totally seeking it, that. and and the 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 stalls there are kind enough to do it. They're not. You yeah. know, they're they're paying for their pitch and all that stuff, and they're they're mm-hmm. doing it. Out of the kindness of their heart for the for the fans and stuff that are mm-hmm. there, and. Well, that's Why the, thing, the hell because... can CBS not do that themselves yeah. and promote whatever the hell it is they want to promote? Exactly. Because the thing is, right, I uh, I found out
2: 15 minutes before that there was no prize and then that there was going to be no prize. So I ended up running about the place, trying to get somebody to do it, and in the end found uh, th- there was a stall that was selling all of the DVDs and Blu-rays, and everything else. And that it, it was—I think the company was Wiz. Was it Wiz? It's I an online—it's an, an online DVD company, and uh after like speaking to them but the thing is because the process isn't quick as well it's like because i was speaking to the person on the floor they were willing to help us and they needed to speak to their manager who then needed to get authorized by their head office and stuff because it's obviously taking stock off of their floor and so i was so it appreciative shouldn't have been you
3: them. doing that it should have been someone from cbs talking to someone from showmasters and saying
2: yeah exactly <sighs> Exactly. And the thing is, we, um, so be- they were really kind and sorted us out. But because of the process that it has to go through, it meant that the like, the um, show was running late. Mm. It was like running late. And by the time I got there, I think it was like about 10 minutes late, which is for an attendee annoying. And especially since, the, and because I was the only one that was there, the only other guy that was there was a the sound guy. So there's no one there to really explain what's going on either. And um, with uh, the Wiz guys, they ended up giving me, because I said, they was like, how many prizes do you need? I was like, well, it's going to be a team of five people. So we need five prizes and, They've gone Lynn and they ended up giving us uh, an entire series for each winner. So it's like someone got all of TOS on Blu-ray. Someone got all of uh, TNG on Blu-ray. Someone got all of Deep Space Nine on DVD, all of Voyager, all of Enterprise. And the the prize was amazing. And all they wanted in exchange was just to say on stage, it's been promoted, been sponsored by them lovely guys over there. Go and give them your patronage yeah and yeah and I tell you people were thrilled with the prizes they were well impressed and um, when because until that point I hadn't actually stuck my head round and seen how many people were in the audience and that audience was fucking jammed
3: yeah I mean I didn't see the audience in 2012 I just saw little clips on uh, YouTube of yourself and everyone else but 2016 i i was like the only one filming that mm-hmm. very briefly because i was running from one thing uh, from another but yeah that was awesome that was great to see like you and your element like could tell that you were loving it and like you say yeah. you weren't paying attention to how what the numbers were in the audience just getting on with the show yeah but uh, but yeah there was loads of people in that audience and they were loving it yeah because or, we... more people in that than some of the lesser attended paid mm-hmm. talks and that's not a joke
2: and what, what gave me a thrill with that because uh, there was two elements I'd done uh, the family fortunes and then I'd done a pub quiz after as well which I needed a prize for and um, they had donated the same and we and uh, with that um, you counted the next day uh, like when you got there you counted how many rows there was and it was like about 600 did, yeah. people yeah yeah it's about 600 people and um what i took great pride with that is every single person uh, was laughing every person was getting involved because it was all with it being family fortunes it i made it very like uh like not silly but comical questions yeah as well that like would engage a certain reaction and some people's answers were fucking hysterical.
3: Well, yeah, I worked on that stuff with you like, yeah, in advance. And, uh, I interviewed mm-hmm. the hundred people yeah. as well in quotation marks for the people who aren't watching the YouTube. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think we, uh, I think
2: we genuinely got about like 70 responses or so. hmm. And then we ended up like adding extras on ourselves.
3: Oh, no, no, we did ask people online, but you don't always get the hundred people that you want. So, yeah, no, I have to find the others myself. Jude suddenly had split (laughs) personality, yeah. But
2: and they, um, but
3: uh, what so uh, our Jude said, (laughs) That's
1: it.
3: (laughs) We Um, asked a (laughs) hundred (laughs) dudes. Because we didn't have time <laughs> because we'd done it on the we way down here, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh,
2: but the um, but also when that finished that um family fortunes thing, uh, the round of applause was huge for it, and people thoroughly enjoyed it,
4: oh yeah,
3: yeah, what what I saw of it the the people on on stage were really enjoying it, it was just it was just you know, I'm not just saying it, it's just like t v where you can see they're a little bit nervous, the people on the stage, yeah. but they're having fun. They're having a laugh at the same time, mm-hmm. and and the people in the audience were really enjoying watching it too. So yeah, it was it was a great moment. So much so that CBS,
2: uh, one of the feedback, <laughs> so much so that the feedback from CBS was um, one of the highlights of the weekend was like the the game show on that day. So much so that they actually then stole that idea and went and used it in Vegas. They did, and,
3: which obviously we stole it off TV. Yeah, you know, it's not an original idea. Yeah, they hadn't been doing it, and then suddenly they were. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No. Which is just yeah, because it was funny because then I remember you sending me I think before they had gave that feedback to Showmasters, you sending us a um uh like just a link like a couple of months later of have you fucking seen they've done every yeah, fortunes. yeah. i was like no i haven't but you're fucking bastards yeah but yeah no it was um it was really uh, a highlight of the day for us just because it went down so well
3: it did and i think it's something uh, to proud of forevermore, looking back knowing absolutely. those things we've just said
2: absolutely which then made me even more baffled that I wasn't allowed to host a game show again in 2018
3: yes I agree and uh, but yeah I just think you should be honoured and you know just, yeah. just have a laugh at the fact that like CBS <laughs> don't like thanking the little man or whatever but at the same time they're still happy to steal from you
2: yeah exactly Exactly. No, that's it's definitely amusing. That's just the way CBS is. They, yeah. That's the thing. It's, there's, we learned a long time ago there's no point getting offended at anything CBS nah. does because nah. it's just what they fucking do. Yeah. I mean, hell, they treat Netflix like shit and go and run off to Prime with Picard. <laughs> yeah. No sort of fucking loyalty there. No. So. Why would they give a shit about anyone else? But, oh, no. Yeah. No, was, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed uh, doing that. And then uh, I enjoyed, like, actually, because I only done two things that uh, that day, I, I then went to a couple of the talks. Um, One was the two Esri talks. Uh, two Esri, two Dax talks. Two Esris. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh
3: yeah god yeah no i i was there with you for that one but i wasn't actually sat with you Mm -hmm. but uh but yeah we both watched the whole thing and but then that got the one
2: fucking thing that um gets me with these talks is they had they have people like officiating it and like guiding trying to guide the talk but they just... They rely on the fucking audience
3: so much. And the
2: audience come up with the same fucking
3: questions. Same questions and just sort of... Oh, I don't know how to put it. Um, can't think of what word to use. No, I can't think of what word or phrase to use. But t- turning it on themselves.
2: Oh, Yes fucking yes and there was a prime example from one person in the audience there who turned it into a very much well this happens they give their life story in like a two-minute dialogue and then like basically don't really ask anything and it's just like okay well that's wonderful so glad that you had this positive experience and it's like No, fuck off with your life. I just want to hear about Star (laughs) Trek. (laughs) Pretty much. I
3: know that sounds horrible, but...
2: Go and talk to them at their table if you want to tell them that story.
3: Yeah, I've got to agree with that. I I, I know that sounds nasty, but I've I've got to agree where it can get a bit tiresome. Just like the same old, same old questions. Like, I, I just wish the compares, hosts, whatever you want to call them... Mm -hmm. could be bigger star trek fans themselves like if they're bigger star trek fans then they know just like uh i'd say you can do and have done yourself and i have seen good compares or hosts uh, do it at cons before if the audience is a little bit lame or tame or whatever or just Mm -hmm. not joining in as much as you hope you rely on yourself You ask the questions. You don't even have to have a notebook or Mm -hmm. have to remember the questions uh, from the night before. You know what questions you want to ask because you're a fan. Yeah, exactly. And and you try not to make them boring as hell. How long did you have to sit in makeup? Fucking watch the DVD! If you want to know the answer to that question, seriously.
2: And the thing is as well, it's a question of... um, the, the way that uh, because this is what I even suggested to Showmasters and CBS for 2018. I was like, I, uh, I was like, look, th- these are some of the interviews I've done. What I would like to like propose is like actually doing a talk, but actually making it more like not relying on the audience, making it an interview, making it, it so they're going to hear things about this person that they've never yeah. heard before.
3: I think everything that you came up with, and I sort of consulted with you or whatever you want to say, mm-hmm. where I was like, no, that's excellent. Yeah, do that, do that. I think all the stuff what made complete sense to us, where you were speaking your mind and that stuff, probably just pushed us further away from them. Mm-hmm. Where If they read it at all, they were just like, oh, we don't want to hear real opinions from real people telling us what to do, giving us advice to that level. Mm-hmm they can sod off, we'll just have these ones over here, because... They would just do what they're told. Yeah, basically. Yeah,
2: yeah. Exactly, because the thing is, as far as I'm concerned, that fucking com- uh, compare, or whatever you want to call them, they should be running the show, and they should be fucking... Uh, yes, not they in, should. Not in the sense of, like, taking time away from the guests, but they should gear it so that, it, like, people are going to actually be learning something from that talk. They're going to be I've got two words. Out.
3: I've got two words, which any long-time listeners will know what I'm talking about, and I actually said it on... We both said it on the last episode. Larry Nemachek. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yes. Either Larry or people like Larry, where they love the show, they've been involved in the show, they've done this, that, and the other, they know the stars, they're friends with the stars, all that stuff, and there's never going to be a second of dead air on that microphone. Mm-hmm. And maybe maybe i don't know if they actually trusted larry to do that for an entire weekend he might even be able to say like oh we don't need that question we've all heard the answer to that before yeah you know he might actually just say that without hurting anyone's feelings you know yeah but larry wouldn't even
2: fucking rely on questions
3: larry would be able to i think he would i think he would just talk 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 because that's that's what he does with style and but you know, he would know what goes down well he
2: would know what comes up often and what doesn't and he would know yeah. uh, what's a uh, deep diver yeah exactly
3: yeah. i've already asked that question and that question and that question i've already heard it so here's yeah. some new ones i just thought of this second yeah and the thing
2: is even if you couldn't get larry just get somebody who's going to be willing to put in that research put in the time. Was, actually, yeah
3: that's what i'm saying i'm sort of half joking saying larry like obviously he is the best but just someone like larry someone who has half the enthusiasm and passion about star trek that larry does
2: Mm -hmm. yeah
3: exactly and uh, but fucking
2: and then it's like in the two dax talks it's like the the highlight was probably some Guy getting the microphone ripped away from him because he was like, what was it like, uh, to kiss a girl? Because uh, you had <laughs> <laughs> you had the uh, first. I bet that was kiss. nice, wasn't it? <laughs> um, I bet that was enjoyable, wasn't it? <laughs> and showmaster staff, uh, quickly trying to uh, steal
3: the microphone away from this guy." What he's trying to say is that was a really positive thing, wasn't it, guys? <laughs> yeah, what he's
2: trying to say was.
3: Uh, I, I really felt something going on in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> that was a first. Oh, it's happening again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Can you ruin if you
3: could uh, this, 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 this
2: recreate. Ah. Uh, I always thought it'd be nice if Esri had met Jadzia uh, before that they were joined, and they were joined prior to being joined. If you know what I mean, um, could you maybe give us an example? <laughs> what would that have looked like?
1: <laughs> oh God,
2: uh, that was that was the most <laughs> crazy-worthy highlight of the whole talk, I think.
3: Oh, but still there's always a potential one like that round the corner yeah like you say when they don't have full control of it you know in america you can criticize it but in america they actually prep them yeah they make them queue up if you ask actually watch on youtube they make them queue up but before they start lining up as they say over they're not queuing up they actually ask them what you're going to ask them yeah when you need- before we actually even let you in this line or this queue yeah and they t- and i think that's smart yeah but it's too much work mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it seems so it? yeah
2: exactly and
3: also once again audio issues <sighs> always especially with the bigger ones which is always like that's the one you should have sorted every time the big stage mm-hmm. there should never be an issue there but there has been every single time yeah yeah, yeah, every single time, and it's it's well, amazing. We've been there anyway. 2012, 2014, 2016, 2018, and 19 we weren't there, so I don't know for mm-hmm. certain, but yeah, it's crazy.
2: But I think I think pretty much that, I think that was. But the thing is as well, the the lineup there was a decent enough lineup of people. Mm-hmm. There was there was a good lineup of guests because Oh it, yeah. Chris completely Lloyd was there. to say.
3: Yeah, Christopher Lloyd was there. Yeah, I met him for the second time that weekend, but that was actually 2016, the 50th anniversary of Star Trek. Yeah. That was the the, the theme of the convention. And um I guess it was kind of represented by having Shatner, Takei uh, I think Walter was there as well.
2: Okay, was there, yeah.
3: Um, and then they had the guy who plays the Gorn. Mhm. And maybe a few other TOS uh, actors, N- not main actors, but um, like side parts. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but it didn't feel that well represented, to be honest. It didn't
2: feel like a celebration.
3: And obviously, it's always awkward when, in reality, you know, and this is nothing new. Knowing that Takei and Shatner hate each other, mm-hmm. I was witness. You weren't there that day. It was, it was, it was only for the press, mm-hmm. which I was part of, where uh, they all had every single guest of that weekend took a picture on the bridge together, and like, I could feel that tension between Shatner and Takei and Walter. Mm -hmm. Uh, even though you've got these other 40 people around you, whatever it was, like you knew that each one of those guys knew that the other one was in the picture, but they're not going to look at each other. They're not going to talk to each other. They're just doing this for world press. What
2: I loved when you sent me uh, the pictures of that was um, before Shatner had hit the captain's chair, the pictures of Walter and uh, George, Absolutely loving it, laughing about with each They're other. They were really happy,
3: and they had the actor who played the Gorn was in the captain's mm-hmm. chair until Shatner turned up. And then as soon as Shatner turned up, it was just, oh, it's a bit weird now. Yeah. A bit odd, all of a sudden. Yeah,
2: no, the expressions quickly changed in those photos that you took between those two moments.
3: And also, we had a little behind the scenes look uh, um we can say it now can't we uh, times past where we knew things what had been said by shatner yes. or by uh, george mm-hmm. about like i'm not doing this i'm not doing that but put it this way they were supposed to do a photo with the three of them that mm-hmm. weekend uh walter george and shatner Yes. And it was going to happen, then yeah. it wasn't, then it was, and then it definitely wasn't, and it and it didn't.
2: And it was all down to Shatner. Yeah, I would, I would no, say it, that. It's, no, it had come out that it was Shatner... Well, it hadn't come out, but... OK, well, okay, well I'm saying it.
3: it basically, Sh- uh, Shatner... Not everyone t- knew all that stuff. You, you, you know, there's always the real reason, mm-hmm. and then the official reason, which aren't always the same thing.
2: No, uh from what i know which i'm telling it, like is as far as i'm aware the truth um but shatner had said that he refused the photo shoot because he had it in his head that george sakai was going to try and out sabotage like, him Yeah, sabotage him like, outshine him in some
3: way do, is he going to fucking do a wanker sign or stick his middle finger up backwards or something at Shatner in every photo, it's not going to happen is he, no, he's George just going to do what he did that in that, that photo, thing. of course he wouldn't, he'd just do exactly what he did in the photo that I was taking of everyone, where he'd just like do that sort of Oh, I'm showing my teeth. I'm sort of smiling, but I'm not really because I hate this guy who's behind me. But, you know, like I'm doing this for the guy. At, like you said, if the fan had been in the picture, that's who they'd all be doing it for I'm doing anyway, it for so. this guy
2: that's just paid 140 quid to have Which this it photo. Which would have been. Yeah. yeah,
3: it would have been. If if Shatner's 60 quid and George is 40, and then uh, yeah. The, the guy, and um, uh, Keanu's tiny bit less yeah it's gonna it's gonna be 130 quid or whatever it is so yeah just get over yourselves like
2: yeah no apparently it wasn't george that pulled out of it it was shatner Mm. which is no no surprise yeah yeah and but once again since then we've had like very different stories from uh john carrigan like showing him that he's like he changed his colors and he's living a different life now which is wonderful but that was just him at that point in time
3: yeah yeah the two different times like so much can happen within in, like years can fly by for us these days where we're like oh my god is that amount of time passed but at the same time a lot can happen mm-hmm. in that time and um yeah i do believe john with everything he says about shatner you know sort of Turning a new page, turning a leaf, whatever these days. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, at the same time, it doesn't feel that long ago. But that, that that stuff was happening, and
2: but also, I love John's stories so because he's good friends with Walter. he's like yes. te- telling Walter about yes. uh, his experiences. Yes, yeah, John's no
3: stranger to to hearing. You know, people Both talk side. shit about Shatner. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: and the thing is, as well, he's because he's good mates with Walter. Just him going to Walter and saying, "Oh, you know what? He's had a bit of life-changing experiences. He's uh, changed. This is the experience that he had," and then Walter just going, "No, fuck him." <laughs> yeah.
3: No, I t- I totally get it. Yeah. You you read all the stories and watch all the stories. Like, it makes sense. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Absolutely does. Oh, yeah. But yeah. No. So, uh, is there any other points from 2016 that you want to hit? Nah.
3: No. Just for like genuinely, my highlight was us getting to to meet physically and 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 record our first ever, or maybe only ever TrekMate episode where we're both in the same room. Yeah. Um. And yeah, just just what we said on the YouTube and the pod where. If we weren't YouTubers, podcasters, press, whatever you want to call it, like we would have moaned about that event a lot more. A we lot, a lot. Yeah, but, I, had a, I had a horrible experience at a hotel, but mm-hmm. don't need to bring that up. It just, oh, it was just awful. It was just, it's just a pub, and obviously I was living, I was sleeping above a speaker, which somehow sounded louder. Mate, was that not two
2: thousand eighteen? Was it? It was eighteen that he was above the pub. Um, two thousand um, sixteen. Uh, I'm sure I gave you a lift from like this. Um, really. Uh, oh uh, well, it was. Uh, oh shit, where was it? I'm sure the pub was two thousand eighteen. So where was
3: I in two thousand sixteen?
2: It was in that it was a white building with um like you'd rented just like it was just it it almost seemed like you fosterly sort of place, um just like a b and b I think it was,
3: oh my mind's gone blank, yeah, you might be right, I might be getting two different memories mixed because up, because Neil was with me when
2: we dropped you off at the pub. And that was uh, okay, yeah,
3: I think you're right. I'm getting two different memories. I have no idea where I was in 2016 now. I've got an
2: image of it in my head. But...
3: Uh, well, it definitely wasn't a hostel. I've not stayed in a hostel in decades. No, I, it, was, it, was,
2: it, it, was, it was a crummy B&B though.
3: Yeah, no, I'm sure you're right. No, yeah. I, I had a habit of that for a while. I, I think I've now finally broken out of that where I'm just like, no, it's not worth it.
2: No, exactly, if for a few quid more, just get a premiere in, yeah, yeah, nice but no, um, okay, no, yeah,
3: okay, well yeah, it's all documented on our YouTube and on our um podcast, mm-hmm, absolutely, absolutely uh, what are we are now we're on ten, just gone ten to one in the morning, like I don't wanna go <laughs> on <out> my <there? laughs> said it last week, I don't wanna go beyond about quarter past okay we'll
2: see what we can do we're doing well we've managed two months in an <laughs> hour and a half <laughs> yeah. we've got okay.
3: some new stuff in though it might not have been Trek related but no yeah. it was we, we spoke no, we about the car briefly. yeah yeah okay so uh
2: what happened in 2017 uh discovery what was
3: it was it that early Or oh, well a uh, lot of news about it but um uh,
2: discovery was announced it premiered in 2018 that's right.
3: So, n- not a lot, I guess, in 2017. I'm sure there was stuff. Mm. There will have been loads of books and comics and stuff, but I can't remember them right now.
2: Yeah, no, I'm just trying to think, because um, yeah, it, Discovery was definitely announced in 17. Definitely mm. came out in 18. That yeah, was a build-up for a long time. Yeah because then it was all like the
3: speculation over like are those klingons yes yes we we were part of that for quite a while and i, I can understand why now in mm-hmm. hindsight but do you know i remember i remember my first thing was like no they're not they'd say uh uh decoy sort of thing i don't think i used that word but you know i was like it's a distraction they're trying to they're saying they're Klingons, but they're actually something else, you know. I think there'll be something, but they're not Klingons. But I was wrong.
2: <laughs> Do you know what happened in 2017? Trek on. Oh, I was just gonna say that. Yeah. Talking about one disastrous convention. We
3: blanked it out. We blocked it out of our memory. <laughs> yeah. So do you want to do that do you want to talk because we'll probably end up talking about that for at least the next 25 minutes so i don't think we will we'll have to come back to our decade review after picard i think which i'm happy to do
2: yeah well the, mm, the thing is i think we've tracked on i think we've discussed it thoroughly
3: enough over the years yeah lots of mistakes made Way too many Star Wars guests for a Star Trek podcast. Well, i the thing. Um, Even though
2: we we'd always said it was a science fiction convention, branding didn't help it that we'd called it Trek on. Um, but it
3: made sense because of where we're both from. With yeah. you know being a Star Trek podcast, couple and, of people that had uh, sorted it out, but. Uh, and, but yeah and, we just got carried away and that money would have been better spent on venue stuff would have been better spent on just less guests Mhm. Oh yep. so many lessons learned from that that one yeah
2: exactly and there was it was it was a question of we aimed high well, I, I say we Jude. It, it, what you'll find with regards to organisational things, wise, Jude is very reserved,
3: and I would always go,
2: "Let's do
1: this."
3: Yeah, definitely. And I I think negativity is sometimes good, or to be pessimistic or whatever is sometimes good. Yeah. And that is always somewhere where I've been, especially regarding the conventions where I've said, no, it's not a good idea. It's not a good idea. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. And then you're yeah. just like, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Come on, let's do it at work. And I'll just be like, all right then. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Exactly. And um, But I don't, I don't want to be that guy where I'm like, told you. Yeah. Don't no. want to be that person. But that's what happened. Yeah, with that, quite a few aspects.
2: Definitely, definitely. And i the thing is, I firmly believe in the mantra of build it and they will come.
3: Yeah, and I understand that. And, you know, which, you know, I, I still sort of had faith in it and yourself like, OK, yeah, let's give it a go. Let, let's see what happens. But
2: uh, and the thing is, as well, it's like I uh, literally to fund that convention sold all of Your my house. collections of everything. I, I, <laughs> I, so, uh, I sold... An awful like, lot, yeah. Yeah, like, uh, comic collections, uh, video game collections, like everything that I
3: basically accumulated If over... only you could have sold that stuff now instead of then, and the things you know you could have spent it on now, mm-hmm. convention-wise, instead. No, definitely. And the thing is, though,
2: I don't regret it. Because at the time, no, no, it's the, just
3: life, isn't it you've you've gotta do that you've gotta you've gotta make mistakes at the at
2: the time I was we've both said we were fucking depressed over the turnout at trek on,
3: but um, it was a very odd day, very odd day where most other people there had a much better time than both mm-hmm. of us did, and the thing is, I think that's because.
2: As an organiser, the only thing that I could see from it is, like, I am not making back any money. I am probably coming out of this still owing money. Yeah. and Which, at the time, that was the case. Yeah, it was the case. I, I think I made huge losses on that. And But the thing is... I think if I hadn't have taken those risks, a part of me would have always gone, no, well, what if? Or yeah. like, I would have. Like I
3: say, it's life. You know, you've got to do that stuff, or else you will regret it. Exactly,
2: exactly. And but at the same time, it's like I was determined. I wanted the backs of future car there, and I am glad I had the
3: Delorean there. I just wish I'd done something with it, cause I, I, apart from speaking to the guys and telling them where to park and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't take part in that all day. Like, so, yeah. Even though it, it's mostly your money what uh, has gone into these cons. Like, when I think like I was part of organising a convention that had a kick-ass, the best DeLorean in the UK. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even have a bloody photo with it. I feel like a fool, but and you could have got I, and you would have got away without even paying for it. <laughs> oh, I know, but you know, I I know why I didn't because just the stress mm-hmm. and uh, frustration that was going on in our heads that day, yeah.
2: and that was one of the only things in that day that I turned around and said, like, I am making sure that I do this, yeah, because this is one of the things that I fucking wanted here
3: and, and the thing that was also one of the things <laughs> which on the phone you were like i want this we've got to do this and i was like don't do it don't do that don't pay for that that's a big one don't do it but like i'm glad Thank that it you. made you as happy as it did and that it that it did a lot of the attendees and our favorite guest mm-hmm. i don't feel bad saying our favorite guest because he bloody was oh yeah uh, max kredencik and his family which he brought across with him. Um he was really happy to get in the DeLorean. So Yeah. Everyone you know.
2: that's the thing. It was one of the highlights of the convention for everyone who went.
3: Yeah, yeah. Even for myself, it was a highlight in hindsight to see you and your family and Max and his family in the mm-hmm. DeLorean at least.
2: Yeah. I oh, know. Absolutely. And as well, I just think um the the thing is what uh, a lot of people have turned around and said to us uh, uh the attendees was pretty much that we put on a brilliant event it's just that we didn't get the numbers yeah yeah and that th- was there it.
3: was more positivity from the attendees than the negativity There it was only fair criticisms there wasn't complaints as such mm-hmm no one moaning and groaning. It was just like, you know, you could could do this to it. Yeah. yeah. And they were all fair criticisms, as you said. But, you know, you were depressed. I was slightly depressed, but just... Oh, I was trying to to find a a it. Oh, I know. Yeah. I was just very frustrated and stressed, and, oh, it was just just crazy. Mm -hmm. I know we we had... uh, people working for us or with us that weekend who probably scared off or definitely scared off for life where they've not returned since Mm -hmm. and then some of them have and like it's so awesome to have people like sue is the best example for that where she's been with us every year since yeah uh, and she was with us in the thick of it where she saw both of us going oh no fucking hell like at the front she'd sit with us and talk to us when that was going on and that's the thing there. Is, yeah out of all of the staff that were there because
2: like they were all great emily was amazing um, oh
3: everyone was great in their own way but like like i say sue the, the, was
2: there whilst we was having breakdowns yeah
3: and she's been there ever since
2: yeah absolutely she probably just felt it has felt bad for us since then yeah <laughs> but yeah no and uh it, as you said it, the day was is is the build-up the getting everything ready it was great it was the numbers it was the numbers that done us in but what i was grateful for as well is um to get to spend time with max credencik
3: the night before that's definitely the highlight I think we said that even somewhere in the last couple of episodes Mm -hmm. somehow we 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 stuck that in there but it's true
2: Max is the nicest most friendly most caring person and his family are so lovely Mm -hmm. and yeah to get to know max that little bit more because we had had him on in may on the show and had like an extensive uh chat with him about his life and his career and then get to know him like that night as well and also like even when we was packing up the convention and like he was like just hanging about talking yeah so
3: down to earth like not a star type if you know what i
2: mean no, and it was just so much. Just like, a good dude. Yeah, picking him up and taking him to the airport, having great conversations with him then, and uh, even having similar night like, conversations, dissecting the event on the way back to the airport as well, and like uh, with him. And they uh, and they thought they loved the village. They thought it was a really nice area. They uh, they. Was just disappointed for us that it, it, we didn't get the numbers, and
3: uh, just as we was. <laughs> but the weird thing is, if he'd actually come to one of the um, sci-fi paloozas like a year or two years later, probably would have gone a lot better. For all of us. To be honest, if if I hadn't
2: of if we had had the event as the sci-fi like like the sci-fi palooza, that mm. literally. Just had Max Gredenschik, I could have saved a hell of a lot of money and recouped
3: a fair bit as well. It's definitely fair to say, with the, the first convention, Trek On, he was the only person at that thing that had cues. Mm-hmm. Where well, we had all these Star Wars actors who, well, they're not Star Wars actors, they're Star Wars extras. Yeah. And you know i i don't want to i don't want to take the mick out of anyone but like max was the only guy where people were queuing up mm-hmm. like looking mm-hmm. forward to meeting him getting this that and the other signed having a photo with him and all that stuff mm-hmm. um i don't know what my point was sorry <laughs>
2: just that he was
3: i think that it because i um i'd said
2: before that that if we had had the palooza and had max at the palooza rather than spending all of the other money
3: i wish we had i really do and i hope to have him back one day he would be the ideal Mm -hmm. guest to to have back one of these days and we'll make the absolute most of it next time we do it as well Mm -hmm. where we can do a talk with him and we can just say do you know what if he's happy for it we'll just say this talk could go on for an hour and a half or something instead of the standard 40 45 minutes that most conventions do we'll just say max if you're happy to do this amount of time as long as there's at least 15 people sat in front of you are you happy to carry on you know mm-hmm. we could just even say that on stage he's not going to be embarrassed no he
2: wouldn't care, he, and, wouldn't care. Uh,
3: he takes his time to say certain things but like he, i think he loves to talk yeah be one-on-one on one or one on 20 or one on a hundred or one on hundreds mm-hmm. um I, I think that's a goal we should sort of maybe set for ourselves one day if i think we want to do a sci-fi palooza at least once a year from now on because yeah. cause it's just working the way that we do it now mm-hmm. but uh but yeah if we could uh, if we could take a gamble on something in the future it'd be good to gamble on max again and just say Let's see if we can raise the funds for that flight Mm. for him and his family, and earn it back, and uh, just give people a real treat. You know, who maybe didn't see him that first time round.
2: Yeah, exactly.
3: I, I'd be. It's like I'd, I'd almost be tempted to
2: do it for this year, but um, maybe try and go for next year. Maybe we'll
3: work it out when it feels right. It'll feel right when we'll know when it is. When it is, sort of thing.
2: As the numbers keep creeping like up with attendee-wise and that's it, just making but it But that... also,
3: I guess what I'm trying to say is, if when and if we finally have him back, he'll be the special guest that he always should have been.
2: He is going to be
3: the guest of honour. There will be yeah. virtually no other
2: guests except John Carrigan.
3: We've already learnt on our third time around that, like... If people want to be there, we'll happily have you there, and we'll we'll give them what we can give them and stuff like that. But you can't go throwing money at people anymore. Like mm-hmm. we, with, uh, with the second one, we had Hattie Hayridge, mm-hmm. Holly from Red Dwarf, the female Holly, mm-hmm. um and that was a lot of money for us. Mm-hmm. But a lot of money was thrown at people who weren't hattie people who weren't holly Mm -hmm. at the first one and that was a big mistake
2: yeah yeah there's a lot of expenses whether it was even with people with regards to like i didn't have to pay them directly a lot of money but i had to put them up and provide food and everything else that is expenses that you shouldn't have uh, we shouldn't have uh, really thought was appropriate. But the thing is, going into a fresh, no. never having held a convention, you're absolutely... We was as green as hell.
3: Yeah, and but I still sort of cringe at that stuff now. Mm. Like, if ever I'm travelling to London for something and I see a nice hotel, like, I just think of those guests and I just think, oh, why did we do that? Yeah yeah
2: exactly exactly but you live and learn you live and learn and
3: it's like like if i if you said oh dude like you've got to come and come and got to come and record a podcast at my house and i'd be like yeah that's fine wayne but you've got to put me up in the hilton Hmm. you know it's just like no
2: they wouldn't even take the fucking premiere in yeah no and that's just wrong it's like
3: max was happy with the premiere in. exactly that should have been should have been a red flag. Like, but yeah. you live and learn.
2: Exactly, exactly. And uh, you know, I really would love to have Max back.
3: And I, I think we will. I think it's one of those destiny things. I, I'm so, I'm not a religious person, never will be. But I'm someone who kind of believes in destiny and fate that things happen for a reason, and I can kind of mm-hmm. see things happening before they happen and feel when things are right and. I think that is in our future. Is all I say is for mm-hmm. me, you, and Max, and everybody else. I think it's going to happen, but just maybe not right now. I don't think
2: it'll be this. Do you know what? I would like to be able. And and, and the thing is, this was the first year that we had enough money to put down the deposit for this year. Mm. Uh, like from the sci-fi producer, it's the first time that we came out with enough profits put down the deposit. I think I would like to be able to get some, uh, like come to a point where I think if after this event we announce the next one and can turn around and say, and Max Grudenchik's going to be with us next year.
3: I'd be plastering it everywhere as well. Mm-hmm. You know, d- doing that stuff where if CBS has got a problem with you using their photos, we'll, I'll draw pictures of ROM, I'll draw pictures of max and Mm -hmm. get whatever we can out there and just plaster it to death over every social media thing and just like Mm -hmm. come on people you you know and and, you know text as well you know remind people that like it's great meeting your your idols or your favorite characters like uh patrick stewart and william shatner but you don't get much time with these guys and Mm -hmm. it's not always what you want it to be Mm -hmm. But people like Max, I've said time and time again on this pod, like they're real people. And it's so nice to actually be able to have a conversation with them. Not just talking as convention runners, but as fans, like Mm -hmm. where I've seen guys like Max and Aaron when he was around, where they're willing to talk to you for ages on end. Even if there's another fan behind you in the line waiting to have something signed, Mm -hmm. like they want to, they want to give everyone that special experience that oh, you know what i'm saying i do I do know what you're saying, and
2: they they do take that time with you they want to hear what you've got to say they want to like uh like find out about you they want to like share some of that like magic that they experienced with you, and they never they never disappoint. And Max mm-hmm. certainly doesn't, and I think that I think that's going to be my goal that I'm going to set this year is to try and possibly get Max for 2021 Palooza. Yeah,
3: no, 2021 would be good, and I'd say if we can't do 2020, 2021, 2022, <laughs> yeah, 2022. If we can't do 2021,
2: yeah, because I think. I think that's a good goal to have because he will be happy to come and, well, I think that's very presumptuous of me to say that. but <laughs> Yeah, but I'm sure he would because he seemed yeah. to enjoy himself so much last time and if there isn't and the fact the pressure... When
3: we, like obviously, this is for the, uh, not the next pod, but the one after that. Uh, when we hooked up with him again at um, Destination Star Trek 2018... Hmm. and the fact that you, you know he could you, you know he could have been like do I know you yeah oh oh yeah 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 you, you were those guys yeah, yeah. hello yeah. but it wasn't it was just like Wayne Jude how you doing yeah. I'm so glad you're here you know it was like okay yeah that really did mean something yeah and then but,
2: also yeah. it's like when the red carpet event was going on and he's seen us, he's just going oh <gasps> I'm so glad to see a friendly face.
3: Yeah, we could have basically, like, if we were a cartoon, we could have had one of those gigantic, like, grey and red U-shaped magnets, you know, like, sucking yeah. him over, like, to us.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Like, it, if
3: he was only going to do one interview, which maybe he did, I don't know. Like, it was going to be us.
2: Yeah, exactly. He was uh, he, he was genuinely happy to see us both that year. Yeah. And it reaffirms it. I think I might start treading the ground and like starting groundwork, talking to him about coming back next year. Well, the
3: thing is like, honestly, because of everything we've just spoken about, I don't really have any doubts that as long as he's available and not doing something else, Max Mm -hmm. would be like, yeah, of course. Yeah. I'll come over. It's, it's really just a case of finding where that money's going to come from to, to pay for his flight. And I'm sure, just like we did the first time round, I don't have any problem with it. Like accommodation and food. It, it, no, but and, I was going to say paying for his wife and child as well. Yeah, you
2: know. yeah, exactly. And then just covering his costs and everything else. And yeah, yeah. And, well, we won't go into all of the ins and outs of what uh, you have to pay people for events, but yeah, no, I'm sure that uh, if that is the case, that's it's not going to be an issue. We know how much it cost last time. Mm -hmm. and this time as well it won't be in the height of summer where things are slightly more expensive as well Mm. because flights during like full peak periods are more expensive where now where we're going it's like the end of november that's right yep so yeah no that that's even more likely and also what I would like to do is if we are, if we are able to get him for 2021 is nail him down before he's asked if he could potentially go to DST because before he's put into a contract of not appearing at any other event. Yeah. Cause that's what they do with DST. If they're doing DST, they're not allowed to appear at any other event other than a show
3: event for that year. They do, do the UK, do that, yeah. So, and they will drag them out of uh, contracts that they were previously agreed to do as well. Mm-hmm. But, but I that's think Sax
2: is the sort of person who wouldn't get drawn out of something. Yeah, yeah,
3: like I've already agreed to do that. I'm sticking to that sort of thing.
2: Yeah, exactly, exactly. But I th- uh, is is twenty twenty one a special year for DS nine? No, that would be twenty twenty
3: three. And what would that be, 30th? Yeah. Wow, it's crazy, isn't
2: it? Yeah, that'd be 23 that that is. Because, yeah, fuck, that panel that I was at was the 20th anniversary. Yeah, shit. Crazy.
3: I really hope we get Avery back one day as well in the UK, or just for the whole world. But I know know no one thinks that's going to happen. I'm one of them, but Mm -hmm. I hope we do. Because I've never seen him in person
2: i'd like to get back just one more time Mm. just one more time but yeah okay so mate we have managed i think to get to 2017 yeah okay
3: yeah well done us yeah (laughs) we
2: we will at some point carry on this conversation and do 2018-19 um
3: Yes, we will, and it's going to be fun. And and who cares that it's taken this long, this long to do it? But uh, but definitely stay tuned for the next episode, which is only going to be in a few days' time. And we're going to be reviewing Picard on the day that it comes out. It doesn't matter if it's out in the morning. We're mm-hmm. not going to be recording until about 10, 11 at night as usual. Mm-hmm. But we're going to have a very special guest, hopefully. And yeah. apologies if that doesn't happen, but. If it doesn't, we're still going to be recording no matter what. It should do. Yeah. I'm
2: I'm under good authority that it should happen. Cool.
3: Yeah, I look forward to it either way, but obviously more if our guest turns up.
2: It's someone that even you have uh, uh, wanted to podcast with for a while. yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. All along.
2: That's it someone that you've wanted to talk to, but it's just been outside of that realm of possibility. Yep. So Trek, mate, making dreams happen. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Uh, Yeah. No, uh, looking forward to it, mate. And also that means, uh, this show I'm going to get put out, um, pretty much straight away. Yeah. I'm going to try and aim to get it out on Wednesday, the 22nd. And then that, um, episode i'll try and get out like the sunday if i can if i can get it out that week yeah
3: i would say uh like we've said on this show and in private on the phone and stuff like get it out as soon as possible the next one mm-hmm. because that's how it works exactly exactly we'll try and get it out as quickly as how cool possible w- oh no i can't say that i was gonna say how cool would it be if you know with all the you know reflecting and retrospecting or whatever you call it what we've been mm-hmm. doing over the last decade would it be for that particular episode with those three people that we're hoping are going to be on with me you and the other guest mm-hmm. to be like our highest rated Trek related video you know like nice. just, yeah it would be nice it's because we always talk about getting that you know, people who get the stuff out the earliest on YouTube always get the biggest views. It's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. It's not always who's the best or who's got the most information. It's just who's got the most time on their hands, who gets that video out first. It's, it's the way it works with that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So... Um,
2: it's the way the algorithms work.
3: I, I don't think what would be the first. Definitely not, because it's no. whoever... It's whichever channel out there knows. Oh, it's going to be on at ten o'clock in the morning. Okay, I'm going to get. I'm going to start my review at ten forty-five. I'm going to have it out by eleven. in the afternoon. Fifteen. Or yeah. Yep. But if we can at least get it out on the first day, you know, at least we've got a fighting chance.
2: I'll try and get it edited, and, and what I, I'll probably do what I sometimes do and get it edited that night before I go to bed, so it's getting oh. uploaded.
3: Yeah, and hopefully, you know, like most of our stuff these days, you shouldn't have to do too much editing anyway. No, exactly. Like,
2: literally just rip it, pull it together, get it up. Mm. So, Yeah. No, fingers fingers crossed that will happen. But yeah, so this week you're going to be getting two episodes of Trekmate this week. Yeah, you, poor poor things.
3: <laughs> yeah, next one should actually be Trek filled as well. <laughs>
2: it will be. It will be absolutely. And as Jude said, at some point we'll come back and finish the last two uh, years of our yeah. decade retrospective.
3: And then we'll finally move on to something else
2: yeah no definitely okay then guys well thank you very much for listening I've been Wayne Emery I've been June Hawkins and that was Trekmate. mate oh, can you do a lesbian kiss for us please
4: please oh god please <laughs>
2: I've been waiting my whole life <laughs> space the final
1: front
0: Well, life as a geek is kind of laid back. Ain't nothing like an OS that I can't hack. I actually know the difference between PC and Mac. Thank God I'm a Star Trek boy. Well, every time it's on, I can't help myself. I set the DVR, even though they're on my shelf. I've seen them all many times, they're good for my health. Thank God I'm a Star Trek boy. Well, I got me a phaser, got me a triple. When Kirk's on the tube, I just have to giggle. Life ain't nothing but a space opera riddle. Thank God I'm a Star Trek boy. Well, the vote's still out for Picard or Kirk They both have their strong points to all kind of work One likes to talk and the other's just a jerk Thank God I'm a Star Trek boy Well, the Enterprise D looks like a lot of fun But classic is old, 1701 Both had torpedoes and a phaser gun Thank God I'm a Star Trek boy Well, I got me a phaser, got me a triple and Kirk's on the tube, I just have to giggle Life ain't nothing but a space opera riddle Thank God I'm a Star Trek boy Mr. Data, warp speed, please. Please state the nature of the medical emergency. I'm a doctor, not a mechanic. Chocolate is a serious thing. Greed is the purest, most noble of emotions. Make it so. Well, there's T O S T 9 and boy, do you see, Enterprise and the cartoon series. Thank God I'm a Star Trek boy. Too bold to boldly go where no one's gone before, going on adventures, strange new worlds and more. I love every hour. I'm a trekker to the core. Thank God I'm a Star Trek boy. Well, I got me a phaser, got me a triple and turrets on my tube, but just at the giggle, life ain't nothing but a space opera riddle. Thank God I'm a Star Trek boy. <laughs>
2: Be me aboard. Energize. Energize.
0: Yeah, the movies are good, the even one's the best. I watch them all, cause I like the rest. Every single one puts the crew to the test. Thank God I'm a Star Trek boy. Now spending all my money on merchandise. I bought another collectible against my wife's advice. But seriously, to me, it's worth the price. Thank God I'm a Star Trek boy. Got me a phaser, got me a dribble When Kirk's on the two, but just have the giggle, life ain't nothing but his face off a space opera. Woo! Thank God, I'm a Star Trek boy. Interface, Interface complete. Beat me up, Scotty. I can't get no power, Captain! Ahead, Warp Factor 4. You've been listening to the TrekMate Podcast. Would you like to get a hold of us? Visit trekmate.org.uk and boldly go where no podcast has gone before. it so. Prepare to attack. All hands, battle station. Don't worry. We will get to the bottom of this. All I ask is a tall ship and a star steer by. I don't want excuses. I want answers. Am I authorized to enter the neutral zone? How do you think that tells me about your character? Captain's log,
3: stardate 3541.9. Program complete. Enter when ready.
0: I am Captain Jean-Luc Picard, and I approve this message. Tweet us at TrekMate1701. Make it so.